This is the Goal Crush Podcast, a resource for setting, approaching, and achieving personal goals. Where your co-hosts, Margaret and Christy, share their experience crushing and crashing their way towards success, and sometimes failure, to inspire and encourage personal growth in your everyday life. Margaret. Hey, Christy. I feel like we say this every week, but I can't believe we're here and that we actually did this. <laughs> At some point, we'll have to go through and figure out how many of the episodes we start off that way because, yes, I do think we actually always start that way. <laughs> well, I was, we, um, yesterday, today is Monday. Um, this episode comes out on Wednesday, and we, I need a night to edit it. So we have to always do it by Monday. And We've tried to get it be- do better than doing it on Monday, but this is just how it ends up. And we were going to do it yesterday, but I went karaoke the night before. And you should have heard my voice yesterday. It was <laughs> not in any place that I sh- sh- could have or should have been recording. So um, I'm, it's a little rough today. I was at work and someone was like, I said something to someone and they're like, you sounded different. I was like, yeah, my voice is still wrecked. <laughs> um, what songs did you do at karaoke? Um, well, I was going to do my classic, Goodbye mm-hmm. Earl, but someone had just sang it, I guess, before I walked in. Oh. So I went back to another classic that is less popular, but just as popular when you sing it. Amy Grant, Baby Baby. Oh, nice choice. It's a, it's like old school, and people know it when they hear it, but no one thinks to actually sing it. Yes. Yeah, so I sang that... I think that's all I sang. I was going to sing another one, but I had a work party before that. So, and I had like five or six drinks, and I was done at one o'clock. 1 a.m. rolled around, and I was like, peace out. I'm out of here. I have to go and take some selfies in my bathroom before I go to sleep. Oh, that might be the most millennial thing you've ever said. <laughs> I'll share the selfie that I took. Um, I'm sure they were beautiful. Stories. I think you um, put them in stories, didn't you? I did put it in, sto- in my stories um, on my Instagram. Uh, well, this girl, she stopped me on my way out while I was waiting for my cab, and she was like, oh, my gosh. And she was like, yeah, like, you, I'm like an older millennial. This is like maybe a zenial stopping mm-hmm. me or whatever. Yeah. She was like, you're so pretty. <laughs> I mean, oh, she was my really God. Drunk, so I was like, but I was also like, thank you. She just made like your week there. So then I got home and so I took some selfies because I was so, so pretty. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, I want to say, like, I don't feel like I accomplished anything this week while being so really busy. Oh. So maybe the thing I accomplished is that I have a full social schedule again. That's a good thing to like look at as an accomplishment because it's something that I know was really difficult for you in Denver and Toronto mm-hmm. not having that. Um, it's just I think it's part of those. It's one of those things that makes your life feel happy and full. Like I had plans every single night last week and every day this weekend. Double plans some nights, and I went on it date in there I went to yoga twice in there wow on several happy hours I feel like myself again and it's like birthday parties and work parties and you know cute outfits for certain events and I'm just like "Ah, I forgot that this was my life yeah 
That's good. I'm really happy that you feel like your life has gotten to that place you wanted it to be at. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I socialized this week. That is my big to-do. What did you accomplish this week? Well, something smaller, but it does sort of have (laughs) to do with what this week's episode is about. I finally got around to making a list of all the books I have read this year, which... (sighs) That's a big one. Yeah. Well, we talked about... uh, at some point, maybe in our quarterly check-in on our goals, that I just had not been doing a good job of tracking what I was reading. I usually keep the list written down but uh, in my bullet journal, but I haven't really been using my bullet journal. I never duplicated mm-hmm. it in my passion planner. And so I ended up making an Excel spreadsheet for myself, which I decided was the best choice. Uh, and I put... The, and so I put the book, author, the medium. So like if it's an audio book or hard copy or whatever. And then just any <laughs> little notes, which is usually how I keep my book list anyway. So that was good. Um, it didn't take me very long to figure out how many, like to record it all. But now I know how many books I've read, which we can talk about in the episode. Yes. Today we are going, we're just doing a check-in on our New Year's resolutions. We decided we wanted to do it every quarter. And it feels like we just talked about them in March, but um, now it's June, yeah, and um, it's time to check in again. And this, the rest of the year, like we're headed downhill. It's just gonna fly. No, I, I mean, mean, like that's the thing is, it's like March may have just seemed like yesterday, but we are also basically halfway through the year right now. So. <sighs> We should get working on some of our goals. Yes. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, thanks for listening. And um, I can't wait to tell you what we where we're at. So, Christy, I know I uh, was explaining that I have been working on at least keeping track of my New Year's <laughs> goals. How do you feel Step like one. you're doing with your New Year's goals? Um, I was... Preparing for this episode, um, you were actually watching me do it on the phone beforehand because <laughs> I had had time to actually prepare. <laughs> and I am surprised at the goals that I made progress on um, because I it was the one that I didn't make as much progress in the first quarter of the year. Oh, interesting. Um, so we went over them last time and just like a quick review of what – I wanted to do my main categories are health and wellness. Mm-hmm. I have um, getting my financial life together um, and learning to sew are like these three sort of overarching goals that had smaller goals. Yeah. Um, there was like travel did that. There's some um, vibes <laughs> doing that. But, um, you know, my the biggest one that I've made progress this this at this point is financial life together. Yes. What? <laughs> well, a big a big part of that was getting a new job. Yes. And I remember when we went over this in March, I was like, I really done some work in health and wellness. Um, I'd done a whole 30. I'd started going to a yoga class. Um, I'd finished my robe. I'd really focused on one of the projects in the learning how to sew. Um, but I'd been putting in a lot of work on finding a new job oh, in the yeah, first quarter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I wasn't talking about it here because, like, you know, taboo. But I was interviewing. I was doing cover letters. I was doing resumes. I was networking. I was meeting people for coffee. I was out there working hard. And I knew that getting a raise, which was actually literally one of the bullet posts 
bullet points was get a raise. Yeah. And actually, before I left my other job, I got a small raise. You did. So, but what I didn't tell people when I put get a raise on here, what I meant was get a new job. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the reality is your new job still pays you substantially more than your old job, even Oh, with- my God. Do you know how much more? Let's just talk about real numbers. I think women need to do this. Yes. I am making $1,600 more a month. Yeah. Every month. And that's after- $800 more. Is that after taxes? After taxes. Yeah. I was going to say, because I know exactly how much more you're making uh, before taxes on terms of your salary. And I was like, no, that's an after yeah. tax number, people. Do we feel like we want to share that number? Should I share that number? So Are we those I am type of people? 99% sure my salary is public knowledge. Um, if you know how to look for it. I don't know, like... <laughs> Um, Are you going to share yours? (laughs) I I have no problem with that. My salary... Let's do this. I think that women need to be more transparent about the money we're making and how we got there. So I will start. Um, Before, I I work in tech support. So I work in tech in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. (laughs) Just in the background. Um, I was making $50,000 when the year started. I got a small bump up to $55,000. I knew I could do better. And I'm now in like a learning and development training role in tech, same sort of field. And I am now making $76,000 a year. Um, So I got a $21,000 raise with this pivot and with this move, which I think is where you get the biggest moves in your salary. You also negotiated that salary, which I just want to like kudos to you. I feel like we should talk about this more in a different episode. We will for sure because we definitely <laughs> We should. actually have it on the docket to talk mm-hmm. about. So if you guys are interested in this because I think it's um, not something women talk about enough. Oh, for sure. And um, I know I worked really hard on this this bullet point and my finan- getting my financial life together, getting a raise. And I did it. And that was a huge thing. And then two other things on my list for get financial life together is switch banks. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm in the middle of that process. Um, which I want to talk to more about in our finance episode, which is coming up. For sure. And I've restarted my 401k. Excellent. Those Um, are big steps. Thank you. And, you know, I had a really rough financial couple of years. Um, I lost my job. I moved like four times. Yeah. I And last year I traveled like every other month. I was up zigzagging across North America. And so I cashed out my retirements. Yes. And so me, restarting my 401k was like a really, really big deal. But I feel like we just touched all like, all these so bullet did, points. We're going to go into more depth on, in our financial So did you re- restart a 401k or a Roth IRA? Don't ask questions you know I can't answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm 90% sure it's a 401k. Okay, we're going to talk there, about the There's advantage. a Roth. I think there is another option for the Roth IRA. Uh, I didn't do it. Financially, I think you should do the Roth, which we'll get into. Well, let's talk about this in a different episode. We will. I just want to take this win. No, take <laughs> the win. Let me take this I'm, win, I'm Margaret. totally, totally excited about it. And we'll talk about it because, like, there's a whole balancing act. This was one of the things I had to figure out when I switched to my job, which, to have this conversation, uh, when I was at the prosecutor's office, my salary was definitely public knowledge. Anyone could look it up. So I'm really used to the idea that people know how much money I make just because that's something that's common for public service employees. And at the prosecutor's office, I made approximately $68,000. It was like 68 and change. And at my current job, I make 69 and change, which is amusing to me that it's that 
like very little difference. But my current job also gives me a lot of benefits, financial benefits. They pay money towards my uh, health insurance deductible. They help pay for my student loans. I get reimbursed really well for my travel, which I didn't at the prosecutor. Well, I could at the prosecutor's office, but it was a much harder process. So there's just a whole slew of things that um, while my salaries are still pretty negligibly different, um, that benefits... I think by the time I do my taxes at the end of the year, my salary will have be like 74. I, this episode just turned into like, let's talk money, bitches. Yes. But no, I, <laughs> I, I think everyone should talk about this. And it's I not, do too. Like, and I, I don't think there's any shame in it. Like that's the, mm-hmm. I think the thing that makes but most, I, most yeah. people not do it. I think that there's also um, – the more you make, the harder it is to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who didn't want to talk about how much she made with me. That was really surprised, actually. Um, eventually, she came around. Yeah. Um, because I was looking for a job, and I was telling her about it and doing all that stuff. Um, and I was t- being transparent about what I was making, what I wanted to make. And I was like, how much do you make? Because I just thought she'd tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I don't feel comfortable divulging my income. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And you guys, I also work for an institution where everyone's salaries are – known because we like and this also comes from the fact that most of my law jobs have been in the union which is so weird but whatever washington um everyone knows what everyone else makes it's super uh public you can find it all out i think that's really important and again this comes from having come from public institutions and nonprofits. but i think every place should publicize what people make oh yeah i mean i was making I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole, but I'll, we'll go there. The man, the man that was in the same role as me at my last job was making $10,000 more than me. Right? And I think it's stuff like that that if you you don't know about it because no one talks about it and your uh, workplace isn't obligated to tell you, then you just don't know these things. And like I found out because my coworker and I were tight. Yeah. And when I got my little bump, I was like, this is bullshit. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I, they actually told me they told me about the raise I got the same day they laid off, like did our third round of layoffs. There are a lot of and reasons so, you don't work there anymore. Of course, I was a total asshole about the raise. I was like, "That's a slap in the face. Y'all can go suck a dick." Like, <laughs> like not happy about it. Like a total asshole. And I came back later and I was like, to my manager, I was like, "Hey, I just got my raise, my paycheck. You know, like that yeah. five thousand dollars is a, you know an extra hundred fifty dollars a month. So thank you. I I'm sorry I didn't." <laughs> Take the news more gracefully. The same day you fired, like several of my good co- friends slash coworkers, after being told like no more layoffs were happening. Yeah. So, um, but also I told them when I told them it was a slap in the face and they were assholes. Um, was you know I know what my coworker makes. Yeah. You might think he's smarter than me, but we are in the same exact role, and I do things that he refuses to do, and he does things that maybe I can't do, but like we are a great team. And I know he makes $10,000 more than me and started, like, six months ahead of me. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, that's the thing. The only way you essentially make more money than me at my organization is based on your years of experience. And so, you know, I got hired in at exactly the step level of my experience, which to me is super fair. And some people make more money than me, but there are also attorneys who have 15 years of experience. This is totally reasonable. So we could talk about this forever. We're actually going to do an episode on these t- on two separate matters, on our finances 
and on getting a new job. And I think that um, our incomes are going to be really good for that. But let's pivot back to checking in on our New Year's as Yeah, New Year's that was a total tangent, tangent you guys. Just, a good one. I yeah. think that we both have a lot to say on it. And I think it's things that we've dealt with in meeting our goals financially and meeting our goals for our careers. So trust me, more of this is coming. We have it on the editorial calendar. This isn't all. <laughs> no, no. And I was going to say, this leads well into one of my goals, which was to pay off half of my credit cards. And... You know, and so a part of that is obviously how much money I make. And I have, uh, I've totally met that goal. I have now paid off more than half of my credit cards. I'm actually shooting for paying off all of them this year. So. For the year? And you yeah. just said for half, right? I did. And then, like, I said half, which was a totally manageable but committed goal on my part. I've really committed to it. And I was like, you know what? I can keep going at this. It's going to mean less travel and less other stuff this year. But that's okay to me. That is a good... Ultimately, I just decided that I'm going to feel so much more comfortable when I don't have that debt. So Mm -hmm. paying it off. That's where I'm at right now. Um, And I will not stop talking about that because we are going to have an entire episode on finances (laughs) that we should move up because obviously we want to talk about it. Yeah, we have stuff to say, people. Um, So you did that around finances. Um, Honestly... My financial life is the only one I've made much progress in. It's only been three months. I mean, it's fine. I I mean, my, my meal prep is totally gone right now. Mm-hmm. My meal prep is going to Trader Joe's and buying a prepared tikka masala, frozen naan bread, and like two pre-made salads. The other day, my the, last week, my meal prep was having you buy that stuff for me. Yeah, I was... It's not like she was like, oh, Margaret, you have to go do my grocery shopping. I was already going to Trader Joe's. Um, but I also didn't know where to find the refrigerated t- chicken tikka marsala because I always buy the frozen stuff and keep it at my office as a fast lunch. They're both good. Yes. The um, fridge one is just like a slightly larger serving. Mm-hmm. Not like a crazy large serving, but like a little bit more rice, a little bit more chicken. Yeah. Um, um, I will but try But I'm it. obsessed with it right now. I will try obsessed. it at some point. Well, and I have also super been like, because obviously I had a weight loss goal, Um I can't tell oh, you the yeah. last. I can't tell you oh, the last yeah. time I stepped on my scale. Have good been, for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I have been horrible. That's how I feel about that. Well, we've all talked about it, and at some point we're going to get around to talking about this. Your feelings about like weight loss and and exercise for weight loss is my feelings about whole thirties and dieting for weight loss. Like, <sighs> I have. I, the restrictive eating just like it gets to me and it's super upsetting and I have no problem with like the concept of wanting to lose weight for yourself and exercising to feel more comfortable and fit and better in your body but the moment people start talking about restricting their food I am like peace out um I'm really glad we're talking about this because this is on our editorial calendar as well yes um it's under dieting but I think it's going to be more of a weight loss episode where we discuss um our successes, failures, and grown woman feelings about all of our adventures with weight loss. Yes. Um, which is another – this is just turning into like a, hey, we're going to talk about this more later. <laughs> well, and you know, I, that's sometimes – I also think that that's kind of the way some of these New Year's goals roll is that you – at least the way we set our goals, I think we knew that there were going to be goals that we were su- successful at, at certain quarters and also didn't do anything for other quarters of the year. I mean, I have gained 10 pounds and there's a few of my clothes that are a bit tight. So I have um, 
thought about doing another Whole30 and my skin's sort of a mess. My skin's sort of a mess. Yeah. Um, and so I've thought about it and like just to sort of – because my most comfortable self is 10 pounds down from here – but also, not so much that I really give that much of a fuck. Well, and I just will not do, like the idea of doing a whole thirty for weight loss or any type of diet. Like, is really it's, yeah, it's, it's really not ups- really about weight loss. No, it that's and that's really upsetting to me. Um, I mean, I have definitely lost weight this year. Uh, I did uh, Weight Watchers for the first like three months. I think like overall, my gut is that I am like 20 pounds lighter than I was this time a year ago. I have about another 10 pounds to go. But I'm also much more concerned about the fact that I haven't been meeting my step goal most days. I just haven't been eating well. And by night... You've been really stressed out. I've been super busy at work, you guys. And like, I know that... And one of my skills that lets me manage being really busy at work is I can let go of everything else in my life, which sounds weird. But like, I can actually say, I'm not going to stress out about this. I will eat Jack in the Box right now because it is the easiest, lowest stress option. And that's valuable to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Versus like giving myself a lot of guilt and being like, oh my God, you should go, you know, to trade. And you're like not a fast food person. I do not like, like, yeah, not at at all. all. No. So like, I I know you're not a fast food person. So I know that you eating Jack in the Box, it's like you really are letting like yourself find time by getting something easy. Exactly. me, I'm a fast food person and I have to like fight tooth and nail. Not to to eat. But I have it. That's one thing I have been successful with, you know. I haven't been eating fast food. I haven't been eating out. I've just been eating, like, more prepared foods. And honestly, that's not the end of the world or the worst thing. You're not making horrible choices here. You're just acknowledging the choice that, like, you're going to choose at this point something that's a little bit more convenient given everything else. I've been looking into, like, meal services, not the ones where I have to cook it. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, because I was just about to say – I've done a meal service. It still doesn't feel like the right choice for you. No, I have. I've done them too. Those are a lot of work. They're more work than like the recipes I know. Yeah. Um. I think I just need to get. Uh. I think not living next to a grocery store is really hard. Mm-hmm. I don't live next to a convenient grocery store, and there's not one in between where I work and where I live, which is really. That is the problem. Is that a it's not, weird thing? It's not that there isn't a. It's that there's no grocery store that naturally falls into your daily patterns. It's. You know, it's like... Because I... Yeah. yeah. I picked up when I was like a... I think it's something I picked up when I was living abroad that I like grocery shopping several times a week mm-hmm. for like... I, like I go in grocery shopping like two times a week and I stop and I just get a few things for like... And especially if I'm cooking, like getting what I need for the meal. I mean, that's sort of European to like just... To just go... Not... And I don't like bulk shopping. I don't... I'm not very good at it. Um, that's where I run into trouble and so I like getting what I need. But right now, I there's no – it's not convenient. I don't have a car. I, there aren't grocery stores that are super walkable near me. They're just too far – they're just outside of what's well, convenient. Like, when I lived in Goose Hollow and would go to Yo-Yo a lot, I'd stop at Whole Foods all the time or Trader Joe's in the – you know, all the time on my way between the two places. Like, it just made sense. And mm-hmm. I totally get what you're saying about, like, you'd pick up a few things, you'd plan a, a meal or two, like, all of that stuff. I miss grocery shopping. I really love grocery shopping. Yeah. Um, You're like preaching to the choir over No, here. but like I also do one grocery trip a week and I don't love it. It takes a lot of plan. Like I should say this. Obviously, I love meal planning and I get really into it. But it's it takes a time and stress to it that I'm kind of like, 
wow, it would be so great if I just knew, oh, I forgot something and I could pop in and get it. There are grocery stores closer to me. I also just like, it, it feels stupid to me to go shopping once during the week and buy a ton of stuff and then keep needing to buy more stuff. But I have yet to find a good medium to that. So, you know, I just like, uh, I think it's more my lifestyle too. I like when I can either walk or take transit to work and then in that walk or transit, stop, stop in at the grocery store. Um, I just prefer that lifestyle. Oh yeah. Um, totally get it. Versus like every Saturday or Sunday going to the grocery store and getting everything at once. I mean, I do like those too. I mean like my perfect partner, that would I'm do, looking would for do the right Saturday now shopping trip is like we would have I, I had this in one of my dating profiles once mm-hmm. like have as much fun at Trader Joe's as we do in like Mexico mm-hmm. on the beach you know I just want someone that enjoys grocery shopping and yeah. has a good time doing it because I love grocery shopping and I think it's sort of the greatest thing that's that you, I mean, we, we, we do a grocery shop together sometimes it's yes, fun it is no but I think like both of us are acknowledging that like our weight loss and Whole30 goals, which I think, did you put mm-hmm. a whole, or you had like mm-hmm. wellness and health on your. Two Whole30s is in my um, my New Year's resolutions goals. And I did a January one. Yep. And I have really <laughs> been um, focusing more on rebuilding my life mm-hmm. and rebuild and getting a new job and having a social life than um, necessarily eating healthy or working out. Yeah, and like, and that's kind of where, like, I think I made good progress on this goal, and and to me, like, the weight loss goal is just a way of like really quantifying the need to work on diet and and health, which I like quantification and I like clear, um, measurable goals. So take from it what you will. And I think I did great progress on that in the first quarter of the year. I don't feel like I've done really well this last quarter, but I also know I was way busier this last quarter than I was the first. So that's a place to focus and work on as I keep going with the the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. I think that I was going to say something and I forgot what it was because my phone just buzzed. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. I earlier, like, literally, like before we did this, I someone like stopped by, and I was like, "My life is so crazy right now. I can't have my focus all in one place." And that just happened right now. Yeah, like I can't. It's so hard for me to focus all my energy in one place right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Do we want to just move on to another goal? Yeah. Do you have something you made more progress in? Because my learn to sew, nothing got done. I've been doing cross stitch. Yeah. But that wasn't a part of my learn to sew um, goal. Though I think that they're both in line. Like the creativity that I do for both of them. Like I made you a cross stitch for your birthday. You did. I've hung it up in my house. I'll take a picture. You just take a picture and then we'll share it with y'all. Um, and I'm working on another one right now. So I mean, I have been doing that creative outlet. But my parents have been out of town a lot. They've been traveling. I've been really busy and my mom has a sewing machine. So, and I have, but the thing is my next product project, I have all the materials already. We've already done like the shopping for it. So by, I'm hoping, let me just say this here, by the next time we meet, you know, to discuss our goals um, in September, I will have at least the throw pillows done. There you go. Um, Good commitment. And hopefully have started the skirt. Yeah. Well, and, and you knew that, like, this would probably have ups and downs and everything, so. Oh, yeah. So my sewing goal is to the robe, which mm-hmm. I finished, um, the throw pillows, which I've 
I, I have all the materials I just have to sew. And they're going to be, the e- it's going to be the easiest thing to yeah. sew them. Yeah. Of you everything know, you chose, I did think that that was probably the easiest goal. But it's just the time hasn't been right. And, but the material buying and purchasing for that one, it was actually the biggest part of the project. So it's almost done. Mm-hmm. And then I have a skirt and a dress. And the dress is the one that I'm really worried about now that I've actually started sewing. I'm yeah. actually very worried about it. Did you it. choose a pattern when you said you no, wanted I to haven't. Make- I haven't. So it could be anything. I think I might make a wrap dress. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like your mom could probably help you a lot with choosing a good pattern, too. Um, oh, yeah, she has. That's why she had me start with a robe. She thought I was insane to start with a garment. But <laughs> I did it, and it's fucking fabulous. Okay, so yeah, so that that's my learning to sew goal. What about you? What about um, you? Well, as I said earlier in the episode, I finally made a list of all the books I read this year, which... I am How many? How many? I have read 19. I should be at like 24, 25 right now, depending upon how you count weeks and whatnot. I'm to- trying to do how many again? 52 in the year. Um, I'm totally okay with this. It's about where I was at the same time last year. Uh, I'm planning on taking a week off for the 4th of July. I know I'll read some during that week. I oftentimes read several books while I'm off of work. So I feel like I will naturally catch up. I also just need to like, it was also a good reminder just to recommit a little bit to reading as well. But I've been so busy. And a lot of times, like, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've been listening to so many audiobooks because I frankly like the idea of reading is usually not what I want to do in the evenings. But I'll lay in bed and listen to something. Yeah, I've been um, – so my hack is that I buy a book on Kindle mm-hmm. from Amazon and then you can add on the audiobook for usually a really reduced oh, price. Oh, I love Whisper Sync too so much. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. So I Whisper Synced three books over the, over the past month. Yeah. I um, read a trilogy – from Young House Love. Mm-hmm. She recommended it. It's, um, look, they're written in my bullet journal, so I have them right here. It's, because I never remember the name of the books. It's never. like Crown of it's Thrones. It's series. Yes, it's A Court of Thorns and Roses. Um, and so I read all three of those with Whisper Sync, so I could, and I was doing lots of walking with my Fitbit. Hey, yeah. Hey, um, so that I could go back and forth between listening and then just read them when I got home. Um, um, but it was they were really good. I didn't necessarily love the endings. Mm. I did sob real hard near the end of one of them, which is always just a good win for yeah. a book. So it, I would do it. They're a fun fantasy. They're very, like, Harry Potter but and, like, Twilight, but, like, much more mythical. A lot of, like, Greek mythology is mixed in hmm. and i feel like some shakespeare i will have sort of i will stuff. get i should give them a look i don't know i, I they're th- quick they're quick i think quick, every quick, time quick, quick, i looked at them i felt they were maybe a little predictable i hated the main character for like at least a third of everything there's three books i mean like there was some sort of like emotional abuse oh that's not points. Like, that is also But not in like a in like a bad, bad way. But in, in the beginning you're like, this isn't right. And then you realize like that's like they're setting a scene. Ah. <laughs> yeah. One of oh, and that's the other thing. Uh so I've only read nineteen books, but my goal to read five uh nonfiction books by women or people of color. I totally have met that goal. Awesome. So I'm happy about that. Um What's one of those books that I should read? Oh, you should read Busy Phillips. It's only going to hurt for um, 
a little bit. She's not a woman of color. I said a woman or person of color. I read. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't say. So I would love that. I, I love Busy Phillips. So I last year, I read a lot of nonfiction. It usually makes up a third to half of the books I read. Um, and last year I read a single, I read a book by a woman, uh, or a nonfiction book by a woman. It was a biography on um, the Duchess of Cornwall. I love me some royals, but like not you the deep. You know de- I do too. Not the deepest reading ever there. Um, and You should see my Instagram search page, explore page. It's just fucking the English royal family. Oh God, you guys, they're like my favorite <laughs> stress reliever. Thank you, British royal so family. Good. Whenever uh, I... Archie, Archie. Oh, so cute. No, whenever <laughs> I have a bad day, I go and read royal blogs. It makes me feel better. Oh, so um. So that was one of them. Oh, and then Michelle Obama's Becoming. Those were the only two books out of like the 20-some nonfiction books I read last year that weren't by straight white men. Wow, get it together. Yes. So I that was why I set that goal. Just women or people of color. I was not like... I mean, that's it's pretty easy to do if it's... One would think. And yet, on the other hand, I am a... And here's the thing. As a fiction reader, I read 90 to 95% women and people of color. I mean, I read like... Almost all women and mostly women. I don't think I read fiction books by men. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I've read one so far this year. Um, The Commoner by a guy whose name is escaping me, but it's a a fictionalization of the Japanese royal family. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. All right. I mean, I like Gabriel Garcia Marquez. He's great. Um, Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Fuck that. Not that guy. Not that guy. Mm -hmm. Um. Tony, Tony, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, cowboy, only cowboys sing the blues. Is that it? Oh, um, you mean Susan Sarandon's partner. What? Uh-huh. Tim Robbins. Yes. That's him? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 99% sure. Now I, have I to- think you might be right. And it's, there's one of the books I really like. Um, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. No, he's a great writer. He really is. He's really yeah. good. No, um, totally. Okay, I guess I read some men. Fine. Yeah, I'll give yeah it to and them. I'm not gonna say I don't read men because I definitely do. But I like really once I started recording, like keeping a list of what I read, which I've done now for several years. I really ro- realize there's a strong tendency for me to read straight white men writing about nonfiction, politics, economics, stuff like that, and women writing about fiction. And it just was one of those things that led me to be like, hmm, that's not great. Right, maybe that might maybe an internal bias. Yep. Um, I guess I'll touch one more thing before we sign off on our checking in. My um, vibes. Yes. Abundance. I feel so abundant right now Good. with my social life, with um, my increase in salary, with my my life feels abundant. It feels overflowing, and it's amazing. Um, growth. I feel like I'm being really challenged in a lot of ways. And uh, I just need to clarify, Tim Robbins is the actor, Tom Robbins is the writer. Oh, see? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, guys, file that away. Margaret was wrong about something. Yes. <laughs> it happens. You're like, you're, you're like brain is an encyclopedia where mine is a sieve. So I'm like, uh, uh, sure, I believed you. I am also like really inclined to believe anything that comes out of Margaret's mouth. Well, and I also like... I will say this. I have a tendency to get people's names wrong under great circumstances. And Tim <laughs> Robbins versus Tom Robbins. 
But you see why I said Tony Robbins. Oh, I totally get it. Like, I completely... <laughs> and also, I see why I went to Tim Robbins next. Like, yeah. Um, but the books are great, like, by Tom Robbins. Yeah, they're funky. They're yes, funky. yes. Funky is the perfect word. Um, growth. I feel like I'm growing in lots of ways, especially with this new job and, like, putting myself out there in lots of ways. And clarity. Um, I am not real clear right now. <laughs> But I think I'm going to have a really summer of fun type of situation and clarity will come from that. Yeah. Got six months to find clarity. There you go. I think I can do it. Good good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, I think when we talked about vibes, because you set a vibe and I was like, oh, I don't do that. You're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I guess I can. I talked about being more authentic this year. And I do feel like I am just... I am happier and more content, and I feel like just leading a life that is more me. I think that's so true. I really do feel like you're hitting a stride. You're feeling good. You might be super stressed out, but, like, that's you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... (laughs) You like working hard. You like putting yourself, you know, through shit and coming out the other side stronger, better, smarter. Yes. And, And, like, I... I like that I feel I, I feel like I'm working hard and gain and like gaining ground, not just like treading water, which is really nice. Like that's great. So that is really good. Mm-hmm. So there we are. Six months check in on our New Year's goals. Oh, final thing. I have no parking oh. tickets. <gasps> I know. Yay me, people. Um, That's really big. So you got six months more to go. You've made it half a year. I'm. This is the longest six months I've gone without getting a parking ticket in a while. So, yeah. Well, let's knock on wood. We got this. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, stay listening so you can tell we can tell you about our party. It was super exciting. It was so much fun. Oh, wow. Was it? Last weekend, super fun. It was awesome. We threw the first annual uh, half birthday party for the Gold Crush. Yes. Um, It was so great. And we wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out. Um, It was a small and intimate gathering. And we were just so happy to see our people. Um, Kendall was there. Shout out Kendall. Um, Her roommate Shelby showed up. we had our friend Heidi B from uh, All Gold Everything, the podcast. You should check her out. She's on Instagram. She showed up. Um, my mother and my father. It was super sweet. <laughs> They're adorable. And then our friend Isabel um, showed up too. So thank you so, 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 so much for everybody who came out to celebrate um, our half birthday. We have photos. Um, we're going to post those soon. They aren't going to be in the show notes, but I'll do a different post with all of those edited photos. We had a photo booth. We had a badass charcuterie platter that Margaret put together. It was so, so good. That's actually on our Instagram already. It is. I have I have some skills. <laughs> Who said you didn't? I just give you a hard time. <laughs> Who said you didn't have skills? No. <laughs> I know you have skills. I might have better party planning skills than you. Oh, you do. I, I feel very strongly <laughs> about that. No, no, no. I, I am very, very good at cooking. I'm good at cooking yes. for our crowd. Let's list all the things you're better at than me. She's 
No, no, but here's the thing. The party wouldn't have worked if I'd planned it. What worked well was Christy planned the party and told me to go do the food. It's so true. I was like, we we sort of had a, you had a crazy weekend. You were here for a short amount of time. I was busy. Um, And when it came down to it, it was like, you were like, do we want to go to Traders together? You were like, can I just go? And I was like, just go. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be there for this. I know you know your way around the chart, the the cheese section in Trader Joe's and their crackers and like the dips and the goodness. Like I know you know what you're doing. Like you got some nuts I've never tried that I'm like, I need these salty, sweet, genius walnuts in my life. Pecans, but same thing. Okay. What? See, I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know. Um, you know around your way around some nuts. <laughs> Sorry. It's even funnier. Oh, you guys, it's been a long couple of days. Christy and I. Um, I wonder what your girlfriend would think about that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. We know um, that it, it takes time for you guys to show up and listen. So thank you. You can find us on the internet. Do you want to tell them where? Uh, we're on Instagram at the Goal Crush, and you can always tag us that way, or use the hashtag uh, the Goal Crush, and we'll totally be sure to respond to you. Show us all the things you guys have been crushing, and we are also on Spotify and iTunes, and someday we will be on Stitcher. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know how I, we are. I tried. I, it's, I tried. I tried to like, and now it says we're approved, and I'm like. Well, where the fuck what are the we? What does that mean? <laughs> but you guys were definitely on Spotify and iTunes, so yes. you know. On iTunes, the Gold Crush, please leave us a review. Um, rate us. It's really helpful because the algorithm. Um, but thank you so much for following along. Um, you can always email us at hello at the Gold Crush. And with any ideas, any feedback, anything you love, um, And we will respond to you, and maybe we can even do an episode on what you would like us to talk about. Absolutely. So it was great to see everyone who came to the party, and we hope next year that more of you will come too. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye.